Welcome to Roll for Imagination, the Dungeons and Dragons podcast, where a group of friends, simply separated by distance, dive headfirst into the wonderful world of D&D. I'm Beth, and I usually play Eva Starry in Roll for Imagination, and I am joined here today with Jamie, who plays Shaksori. Hello. And Joe, who plays Clilius. Hi, hi. And we are also joined with two very special guests. So firstly, I will introduce Jordan. So Jordan DMs for a group that I play in. Hello. And also we're joined by Brandon, who none of us have ever played D&D with before. <laughs> we just know he likes D&D a lot. So hi, Brandon. Hey, everyone. Awesome. So today we've got a um, different upload than usual because I am DMing a two-part one-shot for Woo! the gang today um just in advance of our new full campaign coming out in wait jamie help me out couple of how weeks. long from when this goes out two weeks from now two three weeks it should be just after halloween i believe yes yes we did say that last week didn't we yep the week after halloween is when um our brand new campaign will launch called finding amethyst so if you want to check out more about that look at our recording from last week that we uploaded because we dropped a teaser in there. So adventurers, are you ready to begin? Let's go. Yes, indeed. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> this tale unfolds on a fateful night as a relentless storm batters the continent of the hallowed nations. Four adventurers, each braving the elements for their own pursuits, travel alone through the winding, dark valleys of an area ruled by King Cedric, one of the three brothers who split the Hallowed Nations many moons ago into three kingdoms, one for each to rule. Amidst the chaos of the storm, a mysterious figure, short in stature, plods relentlessly forward. In the distance, he notices the friendly glow of a tavern up ahead. As he inches closer, he can feel the warm, flickering embrace of the tavern windows, and as he steps across the threshold into the tavern, he sees a kind and motherly-looking lady behind the bar, who gives him a comfortable and inviting smile. There is a roaring fire in the far corner, and two patrons enjoying a drink. Joe, please tell us about your character, and what would you like to do first? Uh, he hello, my name is Greg, and... Um I am what appears to be a halfling. I'm about, I'm a little bit shorter than halflings. I think I'm about three feet tall. I am currently wearing no shoes. My feet are out and my trotters are out for all to see. Slight orange tint to my feet. My hands have got gloves, like fingerless gloves on. My fingers are a bit orange as well. I'm wearing like a skin, like a, a big cloak that's deep green. And the hood goes over my head and it's like a, mask and a hood thing so you can only just see my 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 eyes and on the top of my hood of my cloak is a big pair of googly eyes so it looks like a frog and that's that's greg so i'm gonna i'm gonna so i look around and i can see there's the barmaid or the the, the tavern wench and the two people so can I can I kind of just like, sh as I'm as I'm walking 
these nice big wet footprints or tiny footprints across her, her floors. Can I go up and start? Okay. Uh, he hello there. Um, <clears throat> can I um, can I please have something to drink? I know it's a bit wet outside, but I just need something to 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 wet my throat rather than my skin, please. She smiles at you really sweetly, and she's giving Molly Weasley vibes. So it's that motherly, Aww. motherly feeling. And she says, she kind of chuckles and says, of course, my dear. What can I, what can I get you? Do you, do you have anything warm? I can make like you something warm. Like tea or hot chocolate or some, some pond water that's been warmed up a little bit. Um, I don't think this is the right place for pond water, dear. But oh. if you would like some tea... I can do you a tea. <gasps> tea would be lovely, thank you. Do you have a straw? Um, a what? Oh, it's all right. I'll, I've got one. Don't worry, I've got one of my own. And I pull out a little reed that's been hollowed out. So it's a straw, so I can put it underneath my mask and drink. Oh, that's fantastic. I'll have to get some of those. It's You'll have to ask my master. He made it for me. It's very special. Your master? Mm, my master, yes. I'm. Ooh, you ha You haven't seen him, have you? He's he's about this he's this big. He's much bigger than I am, and um, he's he's a very very smart, very powerful wizard. Oh no, we don't get many guests through here. Oh, that's a shame. <laughs> oh well. Uh, can I have that tea, please? Of course you Do can. Do you mind if I dry myself by your fire? I'm a bit wet. Of course. Can I take your cloak? No, no, no. That's um, that's fine. Don't, don't worry. Um, I like, I like being a bit moist, if that makes sense. But um, not this drenched particularly. Just need to dry off a little bit. She just nods at you, slightly bemused, and turns around to start making tea. And as this conversation comes to an end, and you start to make your way towards the fire, in comes Jamie's character, in from the storm. So can you please introduce us to your character, Jamie? And what would you like to do? Yes, so I am a, I'm around four foot tall. I'm a tabaxi. I am, essentially, I look like the standard, like black cat that you'd see. Um, orange eyes, and I'm in a cloak with a hood and like little, I want to say like fishing tackle shaped, like tassels almost off of the, like where the hood comes up and then sort of come ties up at the neck and then comes down String. a little bit from that part. Yeah. yeah, there's little like oval fishing tackle shaped thingies. As they um, like fishing lures. Yeah, they look they look like fishing lures. They probably <laughs> aren't with like the hooks and everything, but they're like those little shapes. Yeah, and I'd just like to sort of, I'd probably want to take up a seat near where the fire is as well to get in from the rain and dry off. Okay, so as you walk towards the fire, you find yourself sitting on a table and on the table across from you, you notice Joe's character. You haven't really seen anything like him before. Are you going to approach him or are you going to watch from a distance? It's completely your choice. I think I would probably take up maybe, not like far far away but i'd probably take a slight distant seat and maybe observe silently <laughs> what you can hear from greg is is him muttering into his tea going well well done greg that was a good social interaction for the day the master would be very very pleased 
Oh. I hope I didn't scare the poor lady. <laughs> and as you're saying this, the lady comes back over and she puts a pot of tea down on Jamie's table also. Sorry, Jamie, what was your character name? Uh, their name is Quilt. <laughs> so she comes over to Quilt and she puts a pot of tea down on your table too. And she says, what brings you to these parts, dear? I'm just travelling around seeing where I end up. Um, I don't necessarily have a set place in mind, so wherever the road takes me. And I've ended up here. Okay, well, I am... Um, and again, she laughs to herself. In a, in a way that's... It's, it's welcoming and motherly and warm, but there's also quite a knowing smile in there. And she says, well, I hope you enjoy your stay in Lissenthorn. And as she walks back to the bar, in comes another person from the storm. Now, the two patrons in the corner are starting to look around a bit like, why are all these people coming into this tavern? Like, what is going on here? Um, as Jordan's character enters, can you please describe yourself and your character, Jordan? And what would you like to do? As he walks in, you see him tall, slim, very gaunt in the face. His eyes are sunken deep. They're cold, kind of glazed over. Um, he's wearing a hat, a long trench coat, and you can just see under his coat two holsters with guns in and a rifle on his back. As his boots walk across the wall, leaving a nice trail of mud behind, he approaches the bar. Good evening, madam. Have you got a room for the night? Oh, hello. Another traveller. We have many rooms for the night. Are you looking to stay? And she does that again. It's a really strange, warm but knowing smile. Yes, ma'am. I'm looking for a place for the night to escape this weather. Of course. Why don't you take a seat by the fire and I'll bring you some tea to warm you up. Thank you, I will. Okay. Do you make your way over towards the fire? Yes, he goes and sits down and takes off his hat. Okay, so over by the fire, there are three round tables. One is occupied by Greg, and one is occupied by Quilt. Do you join them, or do you take the third empty table? I'll take the third empty table. Okay, okay. So, as you sit down... In comes yet another soaking Straight, wet yeah. traveller. <laughs> Brandon, please can you introduce us to your character and what would you like to do? My character's name is Zogwart. Zogwart is a gnome character. He's got white strands of hair. Uh, they kind of stand a bit on end as well. Um, like he's been electrocuted a bit and it just stays like that. He kind of wears like nice. mismatched items, so like his robes are mismatched. He's got one sleeve longer than the other. Um, <laughs> his hat's always crooked if he's wearing a hat. His shoes are just not matching at all. Um, he's got some glasses, but they're like uh, held together by string, really more than anything. Um, and he's got like a really shitty spell book. Um, and like <laughs> you can see in it, it's more than actual spells. It's kind of like doodles and drawings. It's not really like very well done and uh, done at all. Um, <laughs> Zogwar, uh, 
Uh, he's going to go over to the two patrons in the corner table who started looking weirdly at people. As you, as you approach, they look at you with that same, like, they're not afraid. They're just really confused. And one of them kind of moves himself back slightly. Again, not in an afraid way, but more in a just can't quite fathom why you're here and what you're doing. Okay. Uh, I take a seat next to them and I go, Good day, is this seat taken? So the one on the right, the one that moved slightly further back, they are both um, human men, middle-aged, just very nondescript, nothing exciting about them. And yeah, the one that moved back slightly kind of just looks at you, really, really confused and says, Why are you here? Ah, <laughs> uh, I'm just got a little lost on my journey and I just kind of stumbling around now they both start laughing like really like hearty chuckles and then as they kind of calm down from their laughing the one that hasn't spoken yet says and you ended up in Lissenthorn of course <laughs> why not and they both burst into laughter again <laughs> and as they are laughing the lovely bar lady comes over and says, oh, leave the poor traveller alone now. Oh, he doesn't know you, where darling. he is yet. <laughs> Can I get you some tea or something stronger? Or oh, something a little stronger, lovely. That'd be nice. We have a selection of ales. Oh, I like an ale. We have some very, very limited um, supply of elven wine. If that would interest you. But when I say very limited, I mean, well, I couldn't part with it for a small cost. Oh, just give me an ale then, love. Just an ale, coming right up. And she walks back towards the bar. Please could everybody roll me a perception. First roll of the night. First roll. (laughs) Minus one. (laughs) (laughs) Uh... I have a 14 for perception. 13. 23. Oh, shit. 15. Uh, Jordan, what was your character called again? Uh, Talbot Weston. So, Quilt, you notice at the corner of your eye, behind the bar, as the bar lady has her back turned to it, because she's speaking to Zogwart and the other two patrons, that it almost seems like something kind of jumps up onto the bar top and then scutters away really quickly. (laughs) You didn't quite see what it was, but you did notice it. Okay. So you've clocked that at this point. The um, group that are sat with Zogwart, the two men, the one that was a bit quieter at first, he now stands up and he's going to shout across the tavern Mm. to the rest of you. Are you all new here as well? Yeah. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Um, <coughs> was, was that it? Was that it? Me and and the, these people. What are you? Um, I'm, I'm a person in a frog cloak. Can't you see? I like frogs. Right. Uh, and you're here. Why? I'm looking for my master, and I ended up here on my search. What are you doing here? <laughs> Throwing accusations around. Sorry. Oh, sorry, well. Sorry. Sorry. Oh, the rage. No, I'm fine. 
Sorry, I'd spoken out ten. All right. Uh, what about you two? Why are you here? I'm adventuring, and I ended up here. I also would like to keep looking towards the bar. Like I want to respond to him, but I'm not looking at him at all. I'm looking towards wherever the thing went. <laughs> What's your passive perception? Uh, fifteen. Okay, as you're watching the bar, you notice almost two more flickers of movement that you can't, you just can't quite figure out what it is. You don't know, but there's there's something around there going on. And the bar lady is back over there at this point, getting an ale for Zogwart and either hasn't noticed or doesn't seem phased. Okay. I was just trying to enjoy my tea, sir. <laughs> I, I don't want to upset anybody. Oh, we're not upset. This is, this is brilliant. What? Why? Why is it brilliant? I, I, that, that, that's slightly disconcerting. Adelphi, I think we're going to need something stronger than tea for these folk. Oh dear. Because at this point, Talbot's just reached under his coat quietly and just got his revolver in his hand ready. Fuck. <laughs> Um, okay. Give me one second because as the super professional person that I am, I my dice are over there. So just give me one second. Let's do a little roll. Just give me a sec. Bob roll! I'm so good at this, guys. I'm very sorry. Let's fucking go! Oh, God. <laughs> okay. The lady behind the bar that you now know to be called Adelphi. She... You you see her eyes clock it. Like she notices exactly what you've just done and you know that she knows, but she's not gonna do anything. She knows that you know that she knows. <laughs> <laughs> but she's not gonna do anything right now. So you know that she's choosing to not do anything. Um how about can the other three of you make a perception check? Fuck. <laughs> 16 Four. I'm just I'm just sipping my tea I don't know what's going on I'm just I'm, I'm in my little world so 15. Quilt and Zogwart you got 15 16 16 you both notice as well Greg is just sipping his tea <laughs> I can really taste the scum <laughs> okay mm. so as um as the two men have shouted to Adelphi that you guys need something stronger, she has brought out a um, a glass bottle of, you're assuming, nondescript liquor. There's no label on it, like a homebrew sort of vibe. And she says, come on then, darlings, come and sit down. And the two men walk straight over to you guys, pull the tables together. And Zogwart, do you follow? Yeah, yeah, Zogwart follows. Okay, so now you're all in a group together. And Adelphi is pouring out shots for you all from this nondescript bottle. She says, you might want to have this to relax before we talk further. Okay, thank you, nice lady. Uh, (laughs) What's in it, love? With with a perception to check a four, just... (laughs) I just went... (laughs) This is home-brewed liquor. Hmm... (laughs) Adelphi and the two men take their shots. 
Uh, Zogwart takes his as well, don't I? Okay. <laughs> okay. I don't want to take mine. I'm going to leave mine. I just put my hand over it. <laughs> I'm not going to drink mine either. I'm not going to make you roll constitution. It is just alcohol. Um, but you may feel free to play up to the fact that you've just taken a very strong shot when I give you this information. Whee! Back in the zone. <laughs> Have any of you ever heard of Lissenthorn before? No, I don't. No, I don't remember seeing it on any of my master's maps. No. Nah, not really. Ah, yes. You won't have. It's not on the maps. Oh, that's very strange. Not anymore. Oh. What? Anymore? What? <laughs> did it? Did it get like? Yeah, it off. Like I, I've seen some very big smudge mistakes on some of these maps, so it might have. This one's right. It might have been rubbed it off. Did it get rubbed it off? It was erased from history, unless you knew. Ah. Can I make a history check? Because I'm proficient in history. Yeah, go for it. Is that all right? Sorry. Mm -hmm. No, don't apologize. Go for it. Well, that's a fucking one. Okay, you have no idea. You could have heard of it, you could not have heard of it. You just Greg's, Greg's just gonna sit there. Hmm, yes, yes. Hmm. I've I've had I've had word of this before, but tell me tell me what you know. Just pretending <laughs> that he knows something when it's actually he knows fuck all. Adelphi's insight checking you. Uh, 18. So <laughs> she just again gives you a knowing smile. She knows you're bullshitting. Do, does anyone else want to Can I make a deception check? check to challenge it? Yeah, go for it. You're going to have to roll higher than an 18. <laughs> deception, deception. Oh, fuck. What was it? Oh, 17. Oh, no. Yeah. Damn it. <laughs> Shit. So, yeah. But she's not going to call you out again. She's just just amused by this whole situation <laughs> so as she pours out another round of shots she is going to say the town was taken off the maps because this town is cursed and with that we're gonna go for a short break fuck oh. hi it's jamie or shaksori as you might know me better Sorry for taking a pause in our adventure, but I just wanted to tell you about some of the other places you can find Roll for Imagination. We're on TikTok as Roll for Imagination, and Twitter and Instagram as Roll Imagination. No spaces, no underscores, nice and simple. You can also listen to all of our podcast episodes so far right here on Spotify, and for any extra content you can catch us on YouTube as Roll for Imagination. With all that aside, let's get back to the story. And welcome back. So before the break, a group of four lonely travellers each found themselves in the midst of a purple lightning storm with torrential rain and thunder booming around them. Each of them saw a warm tavern up ahead and decided that would be a good place to seek shelter from the storm. Upon entering the tavern, they all met each other, met the lovely bar lady Adelphi and interacted with two patrons who were just enjoying a drink um and they have just been told by adelphi and the patrons that the town is cursed adelphi will continue with 
telling you about Listenthorn. 14 years ago, a prophecy was told about a powerful being that would bring down the reign of King Cedric and his brothers in order to use the hollowed nations as a base for evil. The prophecy also said that this creature was created on an arcane hotspot that is now known as the town of Lissenthorn. So in his panic, King Cedric hired a witch to put a curse on this town. The nature of this curse is that anybody can enter Lissenthorn, but no one can leave. So does that mean we can get out? Yeah. And then the men, again, they just burst into laughter, like really deep belly laughs. Like they find this so, they cannot believe that four people have wandered into this town on the same night. If we kill this witch, will it stop the spell? No, no. I can only assume so, but she's not here. It's a small town and it's been 14 years. Well, if she cast it, she won't be able to get out either. She's here somewhere. I say we get a lynch mob. I've, I, we can get some pitchforks and 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 make some fire torches and burn the bitch. What's everyone else's passive perception? Eleven. Uh, sorry, I've lost my character Nine. sheet for a moment. Uh, Thirteen. Only quilt. You notice in the top corner of the ceiling near the bar. It looks like maybe a very large moth or a very small bird or something is kind of fluttering about up there. It then almost seems to turn to look at you and then it dives back down behind the bar again. But you, you just notice it. Nobody else notices it. Ew. So okay. <laughs> how, how are we going to get out? Like, <laughs> what do you mean we're trapped here? Sorry to break it to you. That's why I offered you the shots, but... Nobody's left Lessenthorn in 14 years. Do you know what this witch looks like? <laughs> Nobody's ever seen the witch. <laughs> Are you the witch? Am I the witch? If I was the witch, do you think I'd be running a tavern in Could be a, a good cover. like this? It, it would be a good disguise. <laughs> You're not I've, wrong. I've read, some, I've read books that have said possibly. Well, unfortunately, I am not. But what I do have is... A bit more information, not about the witch, but that maybe could lead you to the witch. I mean, I want out as much as I assume you do. Um, so if you do me a favor, I can give you some information. What is the favor? I have a bit of a pest problem. Mm. Pest, pests as in what? What are we specifying like as a pest? Like the two fuckers over there, which <laughs> are the other two patrons. They're at your table. Your, your accent needs to be as patchwork <laughs> as your cloak, sir. Yeah, these guys are at, at the table with you, um, but they have been like just throwing back these shots. They just start laughing again. Like, you know when you're laughing with your friend and then you just can't stop and something else happens and it's just like, can't even breathe? They're at mm. this point after your comment. So just ignore them. They're just having a great time. Yes, my my pest problem. I have a pixie problem. Mm, pixies. They're very irritating. And I have them all over the tavern. They smash my bottles. They disturb my patrons. They mess up my rooms. And 
if you can get rid of them, then I will give you all board and lodging for as long as it takes for you to get yourself set up in Lissenthorn because you'll need jobs and houses, you're not leaving. Um, and I'll give you as much information as I have on the town, the history, and how this prophecy came about. Look, I have a quick yeah. solution. I'm... I can cast Fireball, and that's your picture pop and gone. No, 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 no. I would <laughs> rather you didn't burn down my tavern. I, I'd like okay. to keep it in one piece. That's that's okay. the caveat here. I'm useless then. Please, please don't burn me. As you all say, as you're all having this conversation, you all now start to notice, just out the corner of your eye, you might see something zip past the room or something in the corner and a bottle smashes off the bar. And then Adelphi just sighs. <sighs> you see what I'm dealing with? Will you help me? Um, I go over to the bottle and I use my mending cantrip um, to be nice and a good gesture and be like, I, I help. The two men suddenly stop laughing. I'm going to cast Minor Illusion Cantrip to make another bottle right next to that bottle. We'll go, look, I made another one. <laughs> the man who spoke initially, who was initially slightly afraid of the newcomers, he's going to like back up right to the wall and say, it's the creature. No one here has magic. It's the creature. Uh... No, my 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 master taught me magic. He, he he it was very very long study. It was very boring. But I know a few spells. But I'm not. A, I, I mean, I am a creature because everyone's technically a creature of some sort. But let's not get into the like anthropological discussions right you now. You even look like a creature. What even are you? Well, that's just rude. <laughs> You're not nice. And then they point at, well, that's that one person points at Quilt and says, and what what even are you? Like, they are terrified of you guys. Okay. All of a sudden. Can I go up and like oh. make one invisible with my invisibility spell? Make one of the patrons. <laughs> yeah, just, just go like, <laughs> just touch them and go invisibility. Yeah, which one? The one that's speaking right now or the one that's yeah, standing the one next that, to him? Yeah, the one that's speaking right now. Okay. Yeah. Do you have to roll for that or anything, or can you just do that? Uh, I can just do that. I don't need a roll. Okay, yeah, it works. Um, he's invisible, and you just hear uh, this disembodied voice saying, Ah! Um, ah, what have you done? I'm going to cast prestigitation on gone? the campfire and what snuff it out. <laughs> what are you ah! doing to my he's story jammed! already? <laughs> <laughs> We've derailed it. <laughs> can, can Minor Illusion make uh, light? I don't think so, but, but if you've got prestigitation, you can. I didn't know you had spells. Fuck. Um, <laughs> I was like, yeah, guys, there's like hardly any spellcasters in this party. Oh, wait, all of you. Um, <laughs> oh. <laughs> I've, got a, I've got a hooded lantern. Can I light my hooded lantern, please? So I have Go light. for it. So now in the very dimly lit tavern where one of the patrons is invisible, running around screaming, knocking things over because he can't see his own body to know where to put his limbs. Um, <laughs> the other one is cowering in a corner. I'm assuming that um, Jordan, Talbot Weston, you still have your hand on your pistol. Yes. And there are now pixies just zipping about all over the place in swarms and Adelphi says 
fix this and then we can talk. And she goes out the back. How 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 big are the pixies? So the pixies are tiny. So they're a tiny creature. Would they fit in my mouth? <laughs> how big are you? You're small, aren't you? <laughs> I'm about three, three and a half foot. I mean, if you could somehow miraculously catch one in your mouth, like you could, but it's I don't think it's gonna be a solution. Right. <laughs> So, can I see one 15 feet away from me? They are everywhere. Perfect. Right. Greg, Greg is going to pull down his mask. And in the dim light, you see that his mouth is a bit wider than a normal halfling's mouth oh, should God. be. And he opens his mouth and he shoots out a 15 foot long sticky tongue. So, you've just rolled a... What did you roll? I rolled a 17 with a dex score plus four. Okay, so because they're moving so fast, roll with a disadvantage... Oh, shit. That's a 15 plus four, so 19. Okay, yeah, you you catch you catch one in your mouth. <laughs> so it's going to very Yoshi type, and it shoots out, catches it, and it just back into my mouth. And I give it a little crunch. You're going to eat it. What the fuck? Okay, this is so gross to describe. Right. I can't believe you're making me do this. So... <laughs> As you crunch this pixie, your mouth is just filled with the most disgusting, horrible, putrid taste. Like the worst smell you've ever smelled is now in your mouth. <laughs> no, just you just see Greg's just like brushing his tongue of this glittery pixie shit. <laughs> As you look around, you notice the pixies are now angry like imagine an angry swarm of wasps they are now forming into swarms you notice there are three main swarms forming and you all need to please roll initiative oh god as, Fuck. as i had my hand ready can i shoot at one of the swarms instantly as a quick attack yeah you can have a surprise attack because you were prepared excellent i got, <laughs> I got 10 for my initiative i got 15 for my initiative Mine I got a 15. Um, Joe and Jordan. Just rollies for it. Just rollies for it. Rollies for it? Rollies for it. I got a 14. Three. Okay, so. <laughs> oh. Greg's going first. That's not, that's not now that you've now rolled three initiative. You just. Uh, yeah. Behind Joe. Yeah. So I'm going to roll for the swarms. There are three of them. I hope someone wrote down our initiative because I've, I've rolled a dice now, so I don't remember what my <laughs> initiative was. Talbot Weston, who has still not told the rest of the party his name. Actually, none of you have. What, what are you going to do? What would you like to do? So I'm going to fire at the group closest to me. But as I fire, you see the revolver glow blue as it uses one of my arcane, what's it called? My arcane bullets to fire an electrical blast with the bullet. Okay, nice. So roll, roll to attack. Zap. 19. Yeah, hits. So that does eight damage. Nice. Okay. So it is that same swarm. They rolled a natural 20 on the initiative. So they are going to go next. Ooh. And they are going to be attacking Greg since he just ate 
one of their friends. Fuck! So, no! <laughs> um, they are going to cast Entangle on Greg. Okay, what do I have to do to roll? You need to make a strength saving throw. Oh dear. Oh dear. Greg is not very strong. That's that's a three plus one for a four. Okay, so you are entangled. Grasping weeds and vines sprout up from the ground and entangle you and they turn the area into difficult terrain. You are now entangled and on your next turn you need to do a strength check to see if you can free yourself. But the spell does end if then pixies take damage. If then pixies take damage? If those pixies take damage, the spell will end because it's a concentration on their part. Nice. Okie dokie. They are going to just move away from you now. They're going to just kind of psh, like upwards and away. It is now Zogwart's turn. Zog Zogwart's going to cast Magic Missile and aim at three of the pixies in that group. Okay, so the way this works is so each swarm yeah. is kind of its own entity. So you can aim okay, at cool. a swarm and it will lose hit points, I'll which aim is like members yeah i'll aim it at that uh i'll aim all three of the magic missiles at that swarm okay that's the swarm which just attacked um, entangled greg? greg yeah yep okay uh, greg. which is one four plus one i believe yeah first only first level just a little bit mm. which i rolled oh four damage okay did you need a magic missile always hits doesn't it yeah yeah so they take four damage, okay. That swarm is looking uh, significantly reduced, by the way. Oh, nice. Not from that one roll, because Jordan also hit them. Oh yeah, that's true. Do they have to roll a concentration check now? Um, I think the concentration would probably end because they've taken damage. So all these vines that are around Greg, they suddenly wilter and fade away. And Greg, on your next turn, you will be able to use an action. Zog, what do you want to move? I'm going to move backwards and Actually, no, I'm going to move forwards into them a little bit. Okay, get, so you're going to move forwards. Yeah. So you've got Swarm 1, Swarm 2, and Swarm 3. Swarm 1 are the ones that Joe attacked. No, they're not, sorry. Swarm 1 are the ones that attacked Joe that you guys have been attacking back. Swarm 2, they are angry. They're all there. You haven't attacked them yet. They are kind of like swarming around you right now, Zogwart, now that you've entered kind of their melee range let's call it um and the other swarm is the one that joe ate a pixie from they are also just <laughs> angrily swarming around and it is now joe's turn or sorry greg's turn okay so is there anything that i can hide behind there are... is, is is talbot particularly tall i can hide behind him or maybe a <laughs> stall of some sort i mean there's the bar there's tables just imagine a very typical tavern scene yes let's hide behind the bar okay so you're going to use your movement to go behind the bar and yep. your, is it an action to hide? Bonus action to hide. Okay, so are you going to use an action? I, I will, I will. I'm going to use an action to pop up from behind and take out my little short bow and go pew and shoot an arrow at the pixie swarm that I ate one of their brethren from. Okay, so you are firing at pixie swarm number three. World to attack. It's a 13 plus 7, so 20. Okay, yep, that hits. And then 1d6 plus 4. Doo -doo 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 -doo. That's a 6. And as I shoot my little short bow, I'm going to go, You taste disgusting! Pew! Oh, 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 and that sneak attack! That sneak attack! 
Sorry, I never played a rogue before. And then once per turn, you can deal an extra 3d6 damage to one creature you hit with an attack with a finesse or ranged weapon if you have advantage on the attack roll. So, because I'm hiding, yeah. they don't know where I am, okay. I'd have an advantage. Go for it. I can also do it if someone else is in melee range harassing them. Oh, oh, lots of d6s. So the initial damage was six. And then... Ooh, shit! Oh, I ro rolled all threes. So six plus nine, which is 15. Okay. So I do 15 damage to that swarm. So two of the swarms are now looking really, really, really like, they're not even swarms anymore. One swarm, there are four pixies. The swarm that you've just hit, there are three pixies. And the other swarm, they are still like big and angry. And they are getting angrier by the minute watching you destroy all their friends. They are zipping around, they're knocking glasses down, they are really destroying this place. Bearing in mind, it is still quite dark. Oh, is your light, Joe? Was that a I, spell? I lit the hooded lantern. No, 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 I, I had a hooded okay, lantern. Okay, cool. So I lit the lantern and put it on the table. Okay, that is still fine then. Um, and it is now the second swarm. So this is the angriest swarm, the one that is still full. It is now their turn. They're going to attack um, Zogwarp after seeing that he could magically do so much damage. Okay, so they are, this angry swarm, are going to swoop down towards uh, Zogwarp and they are going to release like a spray almost like from their breath. Um, so Zogwarp, you will need to make a constitution saving throw. Oh, 19. Okay, so as this as this spray this mist goes over you you shake it off and kind of step back so that the effect of it don't really hit you and they they swarm off again back into the distance and that is their turn it is now swarm number three's turn and almost like they've just remembered that they've got this ability. Definitely, I didn't just remember that this ability. <laughs> they are going to do the same thing. However, they are going to go, because this is the swarm that Greg um, took one of the pixies from. They're going to go and attack Greg. So Greg... They shot them. <laughs> you need to make a constitution saving throw, please. Oh, dear. That's a 19 plus 2. 21. Okay. Same thing again. Because they're zipping around so quickly, they're struggling to aim very well. So they're releasing this poison spray and it is just not hitting the target. Um, and they are also going to... Their movement is the fact that they're just zipping around. So that, that's what they can do. And it is now um, Jordan's turn with uh, Talbot Weston and Jamie with Quilt on deck. How close are these swarms to each other? It's hard to say because they are swarming around. So if you imagine you've got the tavern room and they are like, shoo, 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 shoo. so I'm just going to say close because they are passing by each other very often. Okay, I'm going to shout out to everyone to get in cover as I draw my second revolver and fire two shots because uh, I've got a rapid fire thing so I can make two two shots as one attack and I'm going to use one of my spell slots to make the both shots explosive. Okay, so <laughs> what do you roll for that? Um, so I've rolled a hit twice 
but then it's a a deck save for see how much damage it does. Twenty one. So yeah, twenty one hit. Okay, so they need the save is uh, fifteen. Natural one. So. Uh... <laughs> Wait. Yes. It's not just me. This hits everything in range, so I think the other characters might need to uh, roll as well. Oh, Uncanny dodge. God. And I yeah. did shout at them to get down. So, and... so... Yeah. Okay. Could... Okay. So, so what are we rolling? We're rolling a DC of uh, a what check? Fifteen. Of what? Uh, what oh, saving throw? Uh, dexterity. And I'm going to say with advantage because oh. you were warned. With Tank advantage. Thank fuck. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> oh my Thank god. Because that was a five. Oh, I rolled a two one. on the first one. Fifteen on the next one, so Ooh. seventeen. Nice. Oh, I rolled a five oh, and a one. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so, but you were so technically you were already in cover. No, I was. Ah. I came out. I, I could, you could say I had half cover, but I came out ah. to shoot. Sorry. But um, we'll, we'll go with my five with a plus seven, so twelve. So that fails, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. All right, Uncanny Dodge, so I can half the damage. Okay, and Quilt, what did you roll? What was the check again? I rolled twice. Uh, so dex. Don't want <laughs> Dexterity. Dex. Uh, seventeen for twenty-one. So it is yeah, just bastard. Um, it's just me. Just Greg. <laughs> And the swarm taking damage here. Oh, it should be all three swarms. Ah! Isn't it? Oh, in range. Yeah, yeah. in range. No, you're yeah. right. Yeah, an it's explosion. An, it's in an range. area of effect spell. Yeah, you're right. I only rolled for one. Hang on. Nineteen and a seven. So the first and third are taking damage. So the ones who saved take half damage. So the ones who saved take six. The ones who didn't save take twelve. Okay, for swarms cool. one and three. How do you want to do this? Hey, first kill. Um, I'm not used to describing Describe it. kills. It doesn't happen very often. <laughs> um, <laughs> you are, you're literally a DM. Of course you're used to it. You're a DM. Yeah, which one I get the players to describe the kills. <laughs> <laughs> As the two shots ring out, they hit two of the swarms, slap bang in the middle. As the explosion rings out, the pixies go flying everywhere. Their blood splattering against the wall and just... A few charred remains sprinkling ash to the floor. Quick, quick question: Where are the patrons? Oh, we don't. Oh. Um, <laughs> you, uh, you don't know. One of them is invisible. Is, is just the one? Is the, please, God, tell me that we can see an outline of a person with pixie dust splattered across their body. <laughs> Uh, you don't see that, but you do see the other patron cowering in Nine. the corner. <laughs> we'll look. We'll look for the damage after. We're just going to see like a, like a post nuclear bomb, the shadow on the wall. Technically, it's a concentration <laughs> spell. So as soon as I take damage, we'll, we'll just, we may just see a corpse appear. That is true, actually. <laughs> have you taken damage? I haven't. Yes, he has. Uh, no. I, yeah, you took, you just six took six because you and Quill. I just took six. So yeah, yeah. In that case, as this explosion goes <laughs> off, you see the one patron who is currently invisible suddenly reappear. He is running around. He's terrified. Oh. He realizes that he can see his own body again, and he's going to run over to the corner to the other patron and huddle with him together. And they are going to just stay there. They are both seemingly unharmed. No civilian civilian casualties. <laughs> yeah, that's. Then 
that's me done. Awesome. So next we have Jamie with quilt up. Cool. Um, I would like to. Oh, I get two attacks. So I would like to take two longbow shots at the. Is it just the one swarm left? Yes. Yep. There is one swarm left. Cool. I'd like to take two longbow shots at the swarm. Oh, that's terrible. Uh, so the first one is an eleven to hit. 25. Not bad. Yeah, so as the first one misses, you shoot wide, but the oh. second one absolutely hits. Roll for damage. Ooh. Um, okay, so it's 1d8 plus 4, so 8 plus 4 nice. is 12. Fun. Of this remaining swarm, you manage to shoot down a load of these fairies, and up next is Zogwart. What would you like to do? Uh, I'm going to just try and bitch slap them like that. Now, can I reach him? You had already stepped forward into the swarm on your last turn, so I'm going to say that you are stood amongst them, and yeah, you can reach if you want to try and. Okay. Bitch. What do you want me to roll? Strength. Well, you doing? Are you doing an unarmed strike? Yeah. So you roll an roll an attack roll. Oh. Uh, attack roll, and then add strength. Okay, yeah. Done. Oh, thank. Uh, Eleven. I may have missed. <laughs> Even with plus seven, <laughs> yeah, yeah, so that definitely misses. Oh, you're biffing. Um, you are just waving your hands around, looking like an idiot. You are not hitting anything right now. Fuck. Do you want to move anything else? <laughs> That's one. That's me done. Yeah, I'm just, I'm just going to look like an idiot. Yeah, fuck it. <laughs> Next up is Greg. What would you like to do? Okay, so I'm behind the bar, aren't I? Yep, you are. Do you think there's like a box? That's between one to five pounds. Um, there are boxes. Oh, yeah, oh a chair, a chair, a stool. There are chairs. There be, are many chairs. Work. There are many yeah? stools. Cool. Take your pick. So within sixty feet. Uh, so say there's like I'm going to jump over the bar and there's a stool by the bar. So I'm going to touch the stool and I'm going to cast catapult. Okay, go for it. <laughs> so I'm going to launch this levitating stool at the silver pixies. Just go. Yeah. Okay, 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 okay. So, <laughs> it's a dexterity save of 13, please. Got it. So choose one object weighing one to five pounds within range that isn't being worn or carried. The object flies in a straight line up to 90 feet in a direction you choose before falling to the ground, stopping early if it impacts any solid surface. If the object strikes a creature, the creature must make a dexterity saving throw. On a fail, failed throw, the object strikes the target and stops moving. Quick question: Am I technically in the rain in the side? Like, because I'm under. I mean, I'm I would hope. Because I just tried to pick. Because we're doing, uh, doing theatre of the mind. I would hope that I had angled myself a little bit. <laughs> not seeing you, but I mean for the fun of it. Oh god. Um, it's Beth. It's it's the DM's choice. Well, let's see. I think that'd be fucking hilarious. <laughs> Okay, so they saved by fast. So this bar stool goes really, really wide. It goes way over the pixies, over Zogwart, and it lands and collapses into pieces <laughs> right next to the two patrons who are currently cowering in the corner, cuddling Fuck. each other. Just gonna go, sorry, sorry. Oh my God, I'm so sorry. <laughs> and then I'm gonna jump, I'm gonna jump back over. And use my bonus action to hide. So now it is that final swarm's <laughs> turn. And seeing that Zogwar is in the middle of them and waving his arms around, trying to quote unquote bitch bitch slap them. them, they are going to release their poison spray towards Zogwar. So please make a saving throw. Okay, I've got advantage against poison because being a 
but yeah, uh, first one, twelve. Go again. Oh, so twelve is my highest. Ooh, not quite high enough. So you take eight Fuck. points of damage from okay. the spray. <laughs> Halved. So you take four. And up next, it is Talbot Weston. So just gonna fire two regular shots at this swarm. Yeah, please don't hurt me. <laughs> Fuck off with the from explosives. <laughs> No fucking fireballs! Fireball? <laughs> no! <laughs> it was something! That's a like 16 a to hit. That hits. No! Okay. Still going, still going. <laughs> it's a free action to talk. <laughs> oh my god. 16 damage. Okay. And for the last swarm, Talbot Weston. How would you like to do oh, this? God. As, as the bullets rip through the pixie's body, they just kind of splatter apart and just fall straight to the floor, landing and bleeding all on top of whoever that was under, underneath them. Oh. <laughs> mm, nice. Woo. Hey, he's got all the kills. Well done. I'm going to say, as those final shots fly through that last swarm with a couple of pixies left in yeah. it, it almost goes through one pixie and then the next and then the next as if they're in a line in slow motion and each pixie drops to the floor and we are oh, out of initiative well done guys more pixie so the stars aligned at the perfect moment <laughs> and just <laughs> like a matrixy kind of so now that the fight is over you look around the tavern and it is destroyed <laughs> there is pixie blood dripping off the walls the amount of dead pixies everywhere is crazy. There are burn marks on the ceiling from the explosions. And the two patrons, you turn around and it looks as if they were trying to crawl towards the door, probably trying to make an escape. So what would each of you like to do now? Nice. The guns are still out and he's still ready to use them, so... <laughs> I'm going to hop up onto the bar and go, You bastard with the gun! Don't hurt me, that really hurts! Did I not just... <laughs> Kill most of them? Well, you did kill all of them, granted, but you also nearly killed everyone else. Look at those poor patrons cowering in the corner, covered in pixie blood. To mess with them, can I cast levitate on one of them? On one of the patrons? <laughs> Guys, what are you doing to my campaign? <laughs> this was supposed to be a nice campaign. What are you doing? I mean, I yeah, don't even need to roll anything, it just happens. <laughs> don't worry, don't worry. Oh, yeah. I've got you. I've got you. going to pull out my tongue again and shoot my tongue to grapple him to bring him back down. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to missy step to the door and, uh, as the guy was calling towards it, just gun in front of him. Just, so, just my tongue wrapped know. around his ankle and I'm just bringing him back <laughs> into the ground. So one patron is currently being levitated by Zogwart and uh, Greg has his tongue wrapped around him so he doesn't levitate too high, I guess. And the other one is still crawling towards the door, but but Talbot Weston <laughs> has misstepped in front Fucking of him. Fucking we're using all our spells today, aren't we? No, I've just suddenly <laughs> appeared next to him with a gun in his face. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, it's fine. He looks up at you in absolute fear and says, What do you want from me? <laughs> the witch, the curse, how I find the witch and how I kill her to get out of here. I don't know the witch. I, I've i never seen the witch. Nobody knows the witch. You can't... You can't... Well, surely someone knows and you might know who <laughs> does know. So start talking or I start pulling a trigger I've been here my whole life I don't know nobody see the witch nobody knows just 14 years ago a witch cursed the town and no one's been able to leave since and 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 we're, we're actually quite happy here I don't know 
I don't know. And he starts to slowly drift off, muttering to himself, I don't know the witch. I don't know. And he passes out from fear. Now, as you look around the tavern, you cannot see Adelphi. She has not come back into the room. Is there like some stairs going down to a cellar anywhere? Yeah, so behind the bar, there is a door that leads to almost like a back area of the tavern. That is where you saw Adelphi go through. I'm going to start putting picking stalls back up. Can I go to the door, open it, and be like, Hey, lady, we're, we're done with your pests. You hear footsteps <laughs> on the wooden floor coming from the back area of the tavern. And from the dark emerges Adelphi. She walks out into the bar area and looks around the room and says, what have you done to my patrons? Uh, 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 hey, hey, just seems like fine. a kid with a balloon just holding <laughs> this levitating guy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he, okay, I promise. <laughs> Don't worry. They're just sleeping. I'm going to holster my revolvers and start casting prestidigitation all over the place to start cleaning things. <laughs> and I'll, I'll, I'll go around pressing, like, mending as well, mending some things. Like, aye, we, we um, fix. And I'm going to make minor illusion to make it look like that stool is really still there, <laughs> but it's not smashed in the corner. What they said. I'm so done with all you right, guys. Do you, <laughs> <laughs> do, do you have... Can, I'm going to turn to Z- Zogwart and go, uh, so, Sorry, Mr. Nomad. Yeah, hello. Could you please stop this spell? Because I'd like my tongue back. I don't I don't understand what you're saying, laddie. <laughs> Can you? Okay, I'm going to go. If, up I, if you can put your tongue in your mouth. <laughs> if you put your tongue back I'm gonna in your mouth, I'm going to go up to him and I'm going to. Fuck off. <laughs> I'm going to go up to him and I'm going to stamp on his foot <laughs> to break his concentration. <laughs> Non-lethal damage, of course, so that it breaks the spell. Okay, roll to attack. 12 plus... (laughs) 12 plus 4, 16. Does that hit? Uh, I have an AC of 12, so yeah, I guess so. (laughs) And I do two damage to you. What, are you bitch? (laughs) No, uh, no, I don't want to do any damage to you, just enough to distract you. That's not how that works. If you roll for an attack and you cause damage, then they have to take the damage. I'm sorry. Well, I'm not sorry. So that the, the guy drops down and I can back my tongue and go, ah. I, uh, I <sighs> use my cantrip. Sorry about that. I use my cantrip message whilst looking at him to be like, I can be I in can your be head in whenever, your whenever, I, whenever I, want I want, Maddie. Don't fuck with me. <laughs> <laughs> and my response is, I can be in your head too, motherfucker. <laughs> you two are just pointing at each other and whispering right now. Yeah, no, we're just looking at each other. <laughs> we're just pointing at each other. Yeah, so message cantrip is yeah, you have to point to put... at the person and yes, whisper yeah. and then yeah. we hear it in the head. So no one else can fucking hear it. We're just... At this point, Adelphi looks around in size and says, <laughs> a promise is a promise. Would you like some rooms for the night? As long as I'm not rooming with Froggo over here. No, no, we have rooms for everyone. Like we say, we don't really get um, many guests through here. So there Good. are... Well, all of our rooms my are empty. Mask back over my face and go. Thank you. I'm sorry for the damages that we caused. You caused. <laughs> Shut up. So, yeah, 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 yeah. Can I have a room, please? Of course. And she says it in that way. You know, when you're at school and your teacher is very disappointed in you, but they have to be nice and they still have to give you your milk at break time. 
it's that kind of look. She's just a bit like, yep, just go. Let me just get you rooms at this point. Um, and she takes you up to the rooms. There is loads to choose from. Mm. So she one by one lets you into the first four rooms. And when you go in, the rooms are fairly nice. There's nice plush bedding, long uh, heavy curtains, wooden furniture. They're decently sized. They are four poster beds. It is nice. <laughs> you will be comfortable here tonight. You can all take a long rest. However, oh. Zogwart. <laughs> Shouldn't have wasted that invisibility now, <laughs> bitch. As you close your eyes in the quiet solitude of your chamber and the world around you begins to dissolve into a realm of dreams, you find yourself standing before a heavy, ornate door. The door creaks open with a hesitant groan, revealing a dark and foreboding stone chamber beyond. Moonlight filters through a single high-set window. I fuck. In the center of the room, you see her, a young girl of ethereal beauty, her features illuminated by the eerie glow of crackling purple energy that coils and shimmers. Her eyes, like twin pools of starlight, capture your gaze. As she locks eyes with you, she simply utters the word, help. And with that, we are going to end tonight's episode. See you next week. <laughs>